This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette runs the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this shit? Show. Be so awful, Mr. McMahon. I didn't think it was. By Angro on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon and the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Mankind did it! Jumpy, jumpy, uh, beep, beep. Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage. I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is... Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Raw and Smackdown review. I am Vince Russo. This is the great back kisses. Ben Hameen and belly to back suplex for 100K. Stevie Richards, gentlemen, what is going on? Ben, let's start with you and back kisses. Go ahead, my friend. I, I just can't believe what I'm watching, man. Like, uh, main event, it's supposed to be baby face, baby face. And uh, <laughs> he's got a Seth against the ropes and like, go break it, or baby. He, he leans over and kisses him on the shoulder. Like he's, he's kissing him in the main event, bro. I'm going, dude, I'm just trying to rip through in my mind when this has happened. Attitude era. No, I don't remember Stone Cold Rock kissing anybody. Uh, maybe an aid, maybe Adrian Adonis like tried to kiss somebody and they ran around the ring. Uh, back, I remember back in 1980, bro, I went to like a show in somewhere in Florida and I'll never forget it, bro, because I'd never seen so much blood in my life. It was. Dusty Rhodes against King Curtis. And they may have kissed one time during that match. They did get a little mad. They may have kissed. I I, I like Rico. Maybe that's a Rico spot. You know what I mean? Get him against Rico, kiss him on the shoulder. And I'm like, I'm going, these two guys are supposed to be. And this is where we're at. Two fucking grown men dressed like androgynous drag queens. And he's kissing them on the shoulder in the main event of Raw. And they wonder why they've got a 1.3 rating. Broken. And they wonder what they, they they did five hours of shit TV, that, you know, and and really more than that. I mean, I guess Crown Jewel was good, but uh, aside from that, both SmackDown and Raw were abysmal. Well, it was it was good because if they had bad matches, they would be executed. So let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Finn, what percentage of throughout his career, what percentage of Stevie's opponents do you think really wanted to kiss him in the ring? Oh, that's easily seventy to eighty yeah, percent. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking seventy five percent. Once once you lock eyes to, oh to lock up, God. like it's all over for you. Like uh, a lot of guys, you you go back and watch TV's tape. A lot of guys go to lock up. They look at his eyes and then they're like, Oh yeah, oh. like they they want to lip lock up after Dreamboat. that. That's Dreamboat, how Dreamboat. Dreamboat. <laughs> all right, listen, man. I I got I got to say this up front, man. <laughs> Bro, I had not watched SmackDown in I don't know how long. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bro, I don't know if anybody realizes it or not. SmackDown and Raw are the same exact show. The only difference, bro, is SmackDown is an hour shorter. That is it. It is the same exact show as raw and i'm not going to get into this because i did a whole bro rant on this and i don't want to cheat those people listening to that but my god bro then when the show sucks stevie what are they coming back with what are they coming oh well vince oh it was a tape show vince what do do you expect vince it was okay so then so then according to your logic Every television show and every movie has the right to absolutely suck because they're taped. Like basically that that's what you're telling me because it's taped. 
that gives it the license to suck. That has to be the most lamex excuse. Stevie, you were there when, you know, when TNA was working on such a short budget. Bro, we were taping four shows in a freaking day. Four sh- do you think that gave us the license to make to, that it was okay for those shows to suck because they were tape shows? I mean, back then, I mean, but it's 2023, so I guess times have changed. But what are they going to say then? When the live shows, when there's a bunch of botches, they say, well, it was live, so we had to keep the – but but a uh, quick note about that. They left mistakes in the tape show that they could have easily removed, but they just they just wanted to put it in the queue, get the crown jewel, pick up the Saudi money, and and get out of town. Yeah. I swear, Ben, out of all the excuses, and we've heard them all now, you, we, we've heard everything, but the excuse of it being a taped show, that's got to be the freaking lamest excuse I've ever heard, bro. Well, I almost sold for you on Twitter because your comeback to the whoever it was was, oh, I guess that I watched an episode of Seinfeld, and, and that and that didn't suck, even though that was taped. And I go, hmm. It did suck. <laughs> it has a laugh track. It's uh, the the jokes aren't witty and and whatever. It's all situational takes. So maybe Raw just needs a laugh track. I guess is what the, the you could put in there because this was as mailed in as it gets. So many recaps and everyone, even in the Hamid media dis- media discussion group group and uh, brand fan group uh, group, were putting over that. Uh, <laughs> this is the worst weekend or for worst week for Vince to come back and watch SmackDown because the show is just <laughs> so mailed in. It's and then horrible, everybody's bro. jet lagged from Saudi and this show was half mailed in. So yeah. uh, very interesting. I was excited though. I was trying to look at <laughs> you got as much as on AEW when we do uh, the watch alongs and I do the belt count of uh, we gamble in the beginning of the night, how many belts and bro hugs are going to be. Uh, I didn't I mean if you had five uh, back kisses on this show, you cashed a big ticket. But uh, the fact of how many girls are going to be <laughs> on Raw and you watch the numbers go down, down, down. And and then in one segment, they had how many in there? I think I counted 14 at one time as well. So we'll see who's a draw and who isn't, man. But uh, this these shows did no biz whatsoever. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna look at some of the things. You know, we'll talk about just things that we want to talk about on the show. I'm not going through these shows segment by segment, bro. It, it's such a massive, massive waste of time. I want to talk about this first, though, bro. Here's what I want to talk about, bro. I I I don't I don't understand. I I do understand because I know what their mindset is, and I I don't even believe that they believe their mindset. I just think they use their mindset as an excuse. Stevie, what what is the point? What is the point of building LA Knight, building LA Knight, building LA Knight, building LA Knight? He gets to Roman Reigns and he loses. So now he goes right back to the middle. They, they do this over and over and over again, bro. They they did it with Jey Uso. They did it with Sami Zayn. Every single opponent of Reigns is they build them, build them. He they get they get there, they lose, and then they go right back to the middle of the pack. I mean, seriously, Stevie. Like I'm watching this, and they're doing all this with L.A. Knight, and Reigns is telling him, "Bro, you don't understand, man. You know you're a." You're a, a cosplay version of my cousin. I'm going to leave you out in the desert. And Reigns basically does exactly what he says he's going to do. But Stevie, you know, in their minds, this elevated LA Knight because he got to be in a main event with Roman Reigns? Yeah, he got the rub. He got the rub. So he's instantly over forever, even in loss. By the way, there was a conspiracy theory if you want to hit the music. Oh, my God. Hold on. The second that Roman Reigns said that he was going to leave L.A. Knight out in the desert, already the rumor mill started that Vince Russo is working for WWE because mm-hmm. that was infamously yeah exactly what he did to Ric Flair exactly. But but Ben, the, the whole rub theory it doesn't work unless you continue to build the guy, and they never do that, bro. 
Yeah, I don't know. I it's uh I I think that what they're doing is classic WWE, but I think it's right. I mean, uh a team that gets to the World Series as a out of nowhere kind of team is going to get their asses handed to them by somebody who's been there four or five times, right? Like so they might have worked hard to get there and had that shine. Now he you took him from I mean, look at from Maxim male models <laughs> a manager to where he is in 16 months. That's a pretty good like up, you know, and and them putting their chips on you. Even though we have a bigger plan, at least we're making somebody for our upper and mid card. Now he can spin out of that and go right with Logan Paul, and I think have something very meaningful right there because they both got up from celebrity to champ, and now he's in the and and uh, LA Knights in the upper mid card. So that would be interesting as well. We just needed something that is kind of filler. And maybe not all killer, but at least we got this guy up. So I think they at least did business in in making somebody. You're not going to take him all the way to the top because he's not ready for that spot yet. Well, I want to yeah, push back a little bit on that if I could. It's I always used a perfect blueprint to make a permanent main event star was exactly how Randy Savage came into WWF at the time. Locals, locals, locals. Then he had like Georgie Animal Steel. Then he had the IC belt. And then, you know, he even tied in George Steele with that angle to cost him the belt at WrestleMania three. But then Savage, but then, yeah, but then Savage went into the world title picture. And even if he went laterally away from the world title picture, it was because he had an angle with the warrior. He had an angle with Crush. He had an angle with a bunch of different people during the run and even after the run. But Savage never, drop back down and say did 50-50 matches with JD McDonnell on Raw. Do you see what I mean? Sure. He he stayed in that upper echelon. So once LA Knight gets up there, if he starts going 50-50 with an NXT guy, it's over. That's what that's what kills it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Ben. I'm you know, I'm not talking about him getting there. I'm talking about at this point going forward, what do they do? Because sure. that's that's where everybody seems to go right back down to the middle of the pack. Well, I agree with Stevie, but what like I just go to my Rip Rogers mindset of guys are or belts are for guys who can't get over with character. So yeah, sometimes a belt in the storyline means something, but a Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man uh with George the Animal Steel in a in a kidnapping, you know what I mean, in a beauty and the beast angle has its own draw. It doesn't need any belt attached to it as well. So using those parameters now, yeah, LA Knight jumped over that you know US continental or intercontinental title phase and he's probably gonna come back down to that. But what is the personal story that we are going to advance business and storyline with going forward out of that? I think Logan Paul's a good thing uh, to to mix him in there, uh, where they're going to pop big for the segment to have them both in there, and you can do the whole L.A. Hollywood influencer stuff out of that. But yeah, go ahead. You just think about okay, you're saying that if Savage never won the IC belt, never had the IC championship match at WrestleMania, never won the world title, never had the angle with Hogan with the world title two years in a row, WrestleMania four and five, that he would be just as over? No, 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 no. No, no, no but you I'm see what I mean? Like you, can, you can pivot out of a yeah, belt storyline into something personal, which belt, is what I'm saying adds, you should do. The belt adds the stakes, but what I'm saying is, L.A. Knight should have won the, the, the second-tier title, one of them, and then elevated into the main event picture. Yeah. Now it looks like, well, you weren't good enough to be world exactly. champ. Here's your consolation exactly. prize. It, that, that, it, that's that's the exact vibe I get. Every time I look at him, bro, put him in there with Logan Paul. Put him in there with your aunt freaking Tilly. Every time I look at him, I, I'm thinking, bro, you couldn't beat Roman Reigns, so wh- where are you going? Like where where you go, bro? You couldn't beat the top guy. You couldn't beat the top dog. So where are you where where are you going? Yeah, and you're not. I mean, same thing with Cody, and same thing with everybody else who hasn't been. You know, who the, hasn't the system gone is flawed. The system the sucks. system is very flawed because, bro, their their sacrifice. All, 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 Reigns is going o- over all these guys 
to build him up for freaking Cody. And, bro, I am telling you, nobody outside of the WWE universe gives a shit about Cody Rhodes, bro. So you're you're sacrificing all this talent to get there. When you, you He's going to beat The Rock. Roman Reigns is going to beat The Rock in order to make Cody's victory seem so huge. Really, bro? If, if that's not forcing Cody Rhodes down my throat, I don't know what is, bro. So what do you do to try and uh, keep an L.A. Knight uh, or even a Cody at that high level uh, after they've uh, done business for a tribal chief? Bro, you've got to build these guys. I, I mean, that's that's the point. You've got to build them, build them, build them. Then at some point, you've got to pay it off at some point. I mean, come on, bro. Look at Jey Uso now on Raw. Sure. He's he's no over than he was no. before he lost to Roman Reigns. He's at this. They're not elevating anybody with the exception of Nikki Cross. Nobody's getting elevated, bro, because they 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 get to Roman and they lose, and then and then you see them slide back down, bro. That I mean, Stevie, am I right? Is that not the formula? Yeah, I mean that's the problem is that you, there's no slow burning. In other words, there's no competition for anything. So why is everybody hot shotting and rushing stuff? There's a difference between obviously trying to make TV and ratings each week. What I would have done, if you're talking about Saudi Arabia, all the money in the world, and you could have saved L.A. Knight, L.A. Knight, you have L.A. Knight get injured before the match even happens in the building. They show him backstage. The forklift driver has flown over to Saudi Arabia to commit another murder because it's legal over there, so why not do it? So they he says, no one can challenge me. Who's going to challenge me? The Rock's music hits, and The Rock wins the title from Roman Reigns. With, if they do it, Spirit at 76, L.A. Knight costing Roman Reigns the title and helping The Rock. This this spins Roman Reigns off with L.A. Knight until, say, Rumble with The Rock or something like that. I mean, that's all. But you're talking about unlimited money and you don't have a build. It would be Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but here's here's what ha- I'll give you the perfect example. Here's what happened. Th- th- this is where they are so flawed, okay? And I am a guy that booked for Austin. Bro, when you're building, building, building Austin to that title and he's just about to get that title, what did you do, bro? Somebody derailed him. Somebody freaking screwed him. And because of that Austin character, before I can go back to that title, I'm going to take care of your ass. That protected Austin. Bro, what did they do? Here's the perfect example, bro. When they had Jey Uso against Roman Reigns, what happened? Jimmy came out and screwed Jay. Where did that go? That, that, that's the problem, bro. Now, if Jay would have been sidetracked and been on Jimmy's heels, but bro, no, Jay screws him, and that's totally forgotten. And now Jay takes a step backwards. That's the issue, bro. Yeah, I, I totally follow, and I love that uh, high level education for our listeners. No, I mean, you, you, I, I you think the, the LA, end you of beat, yeah, you beat LA Knight like clean like that. You beat LA Knight clean, or if somebody screws LA Knight, he immediately needs to go after that guy and beat him. And then get back on track for the title. They right. It should have been somebody from that, jury bro. duty. Yeah, somebody from jury duty comes down to do something so we can we can keep Or maybe Logan there. Paul. Now he goes or after Logan the U.S. title yeah. for that. I'll give a while. I hate to pile on with these examples. Austin was probably the most over character outside of uh, Rock during that time and probably in the history of the company. So if Austin job to Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, <laughs> are you saying that Austin's as over as he would be if he won? That's yeah. that's the general consensus. If you're talking about a blanket one to one analogy to L.A. Knight or Cody or anybody else, you're getting to the point. They all fall short. And here's your consolation prize. So you're not you're you're less over after that. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want an angle with Roman Reigns right now because it would kill my career. Yeah, I mean, but you, you disagree with that, Ben? Not at all. Not at all. Dude, I, how am I going to disagree with two of the most no, brilliant minds? You can disagree if you want. They're not, no, you I, know. I just, I'm not disagreeing with the day. I'm not tr- even trying to say that they did it right or they did it wrong. 
they took a guy from a manager that was miscast and in 16 right. months made a right. top. And that's top great. Top. And that's right. great. And then what? And, 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 and like you said, so we missed the piece. We missed a piece of who F's him over to spin out to keep his hero's journey going. And how many barriers do we throw up in the way where it's not his fault? And that he's got to go handle his biz like that. So we're missing a component. I'm not like, yeah, and that's realistic. <laughs> if he's doing an impersonation of The Rock in Austin, why aren't we doing an impersonation right. of all because, the business because, that got him there? Because, yeah, no. bro, the reality of that situation. I, I, can is, learn, I can learn just as much as anybody else, yeah, man. The no, master's the reality, level education. The reality of the situation is if you cost me the heavyweight title. Now I've got to take care of you or else the next time I get a shot, you're going to do the same thing. Like it's, it's 100% logical, but that's the piece they always miss. He, he bro, his, they, his, also, his, they also didn't have Roman kiss him on his back. On his back. Know, bro, he, here's another example, guys. I, I swear to God, man, the, 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 these freaking triple H man, bro, the last two main events on raw, Bombed. Bombed. Who was in the last two main events of Raw? Seth. They run the Sammy show. Zayn. <laughs> so what do they do, oh. bro? Last night. Let's make it three in a row. Hey, man, we, we did 1.3 million last week. But but the, the same point. Sammy don't mean shit now because what happened after Sammy lost to Roman Reigns? Nothing. There's, there's, not, there's nothing. They, even on this show on Raw, he goes, when they brought it up with, with Jay, he goes, no, nah, that's in the past. Let's look forward. Like, don't worry about our backstory. That means everything and has all the stakes in it. Let's just get to this match tonight so we can then go and make war games. You you had the people behind you, behind you, behind you. You lose to Reigns, and then you go right back to the middle of the pack. Now we're, we're, we're main eventing you on Raw three weeks in a row because you got the rub. And guess what, bro? Every single person's tuning out of your match. Well, I think the, the good news in all this is at least Zach Wilson has finally beat somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the main event of Raw. <laughs> Uh, what, what, well, anything else you guys want to talk about, particularly about the show? I can't, bro. Listen, I'm sorry. I got to be honest because I cannot be transparent. I, I am so sick and tired of seeing Paul Heyman. I'm so sick of seeing him on my TV. I'm so sick of seeing the same act. But you know what, bro? There's a lot of acts like that. That, in my opinion, the WWE freaking needs to get rid of. So, so, so many people, bro, on these shows have run their freaking course and are so stale and mean absolutely nothing. And there, there just comes a point, bro, when you need to cut some of the, some of the fat. And, and I'm, I'm just looking at these shows and I'm like, my God, bro, how, how long has Heyman been doing this act? How long has New Day been going down there with the freaking trombone? How long has Miz been doing Miz TV? Bro, there are, there's just so much crap on this show that is so old and tired and worn out that they need to get rid of it. Am I right or wrong, Stevie? I mean, we oh. every wrestler knows they got a shelf life. You guys know that. You guys know you have a run. You guys know that, and you 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 ride that run, man, as long as you can. But every wrestler knows there is an end of that run. They are they are running wrestlers out there, bro, who who can do nothing anymore. All they are is that they're filling time on the show, but nobody gives you, you, bro. You really think anybody gives a shit about New Day at this point? The problem is, though, the bumps all hurt the same. Your spine still takes the damage. And for what? Yeah, they're, they're long overdue. Paul, I mean, if Paul put the hat back on with the, with the duster and reinvented himself with the ECW persona and started cutting the promos that Paul Heyman used to be known as Pauly dangerously, that would be, that would be something right there. New day. I don't know what you do with them. They're just kind of doing whatever. I do want to speak on one thing with that new day tag match. 
Damian Priest is right on the cusp, but maybe he's sabotaging it because when he loses, he'll go back down to the mid card with LA Knight and Cody and everybody. Mm-hmm. But he needs to stop selling so over the top goofy for guys that are a quarter yep. of his size. Yep. He's overselling way too much for that kind of stuff. And the office, even if they like him, are looking for excuses. Someone's there who's not a fan who says, hey, look at him. I told you so. And that's going to bring him down a notch. Yeah, Ben, I just think like even when you, you know, when, when you have your favorite sp- professional sports teams, bro, you know, Ben, like when, when you're watching the team week in, week out for years and decades and this and that, even as a sports fan, like, you know, when it's time for somebody to go. Yeah, you, you, you uh, know, yeah. What I mean? about, like, about four years before they let Eli Manning go. I want yeah, to, yeah, exactly. Like, you, you know, it's when it's time. Okay, bro, like, he needs to go in wrestling, man. They just go on and on and on with these people, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a never ending cycle of all filler, no killer. I did pop though on SmackDown when Grayson Waller was on commentary. I think that guy's got a lot of charisma, but Owens was in the ring uh, versus uh, Austin Theory, and he called him a swamp donkey, and that made me laugh. So I think I think swamp donkey's a sweet like moniker that Owens should run with uh, after that. The swamp donkey's better than having duct tape on your shirt and being a prize fighter when you don't fight for any money or box or anything. That was another thing with that. I know we're jumping around with these things, but just being on the theme of way too much, what is he doing with that very dangerous twisting superplex bumper, the brain buster? And then Austin Theory gets up like he just got, you know, just kind of got jabbed or he got he got hit with a regular move. Mm-hmm. Then he goes into the pop-up power bomb, which is a setup for the stunner, which is the least impressive of the three moves right what are you I, I it was just weird like we we're talking about you only have so many bumps and you're just doing triple the amount of bumps you need to every single match and it's going to add up yeah they're absolutely marking out for this uh stupid aew roh new japan Meltzer style and then just slapping some wwe business on it so the the guys are working 50 50 who absolutely should not be man um what did you think about uh B-Fab approaching the Hurt Business backstage and laying that groundwork for, for B-Fab to join them. Who's, who, who's B-Fab? Bro? That's, that's a perfect she, reaction. Perfect reaction. <laughs> <laughs> who, who's B-Fab, bro? Uh, she is what's left over from... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember I mean, that. Like, but, hey. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pick... I'm trying to... I'm still trying to understand how pretty and pink... Uh, beat the uh, the brawling brutes in their own in a, in a bar and, fight, and, and bro. They're, they're not completely dead. Why, why wasn't dude. that a lose, bro? If you that's how it be- always happens, dude. The the, the gay pride coalition shows yeah. up to the to the Irish bar and kicks the yeah. shit out of everybody. If, if, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do that, then that might as well be a lose or leave town match. Dude, when, when pretty and pink is you can't go you. back to Ireland after that, bro. You can't go. You can't, you can't oh, go to the pub. Oh, like, oh, dude. Raw, that 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 was that was brutal to, that that finish happened that way, man. Uh, there's a, there's other things in there that I absolutely hate. Yeah, go like ahead, man. go ahead. Clothesline, dead cell to double down, and then and then right, the guy goes from a dead cell to back up in the corner so the guy can get his shit in. Uh, that was the kit, dude. Kit. There's just things that are so NXT that are like take a bump, walk over here, get here, and nobody's really on the cell. And then this is another stupid. New Japan bullshit thing. They've had two spots, one on each of these shows, I believe, and one 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 in the the uh, Saudi show. Big men are about to go do a superplex off the top rope, or women are, and it, and you feel the crowd come up, and, and it's in a in a multi person match like a tag or a four way. You feel the crowd come up for the superplex, which is a huge move, and it look and it's from, usually the big dudes who are going to do it, so. And then all of a sudden, here come two more people to run in and grab a thigh. Now we're making it a tower of doom. And then the person delivering the the powerbomb part from the ground then falls down in cells. They didn't take any bump whatsoever. This dog shit New Japan wrong style wrestling has got to go. And you, when you feel the crowd come up, that's where the move is. But they get them up and then they wait. Everybody in place. 
Wee, and then they all do it, bro. Yeah. It sucks, and they everybody needs to stop doing these stupid. Spots. Well, in all fairness, uh, Brian Danielson does have one good orbital bone left to break at uh, Wrestle Kingdom, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. look forward yeah, yeah. to that. It'll be well, awesome when Okada grabs you. He's gonna be like that guy from Event Horizon with no eyes. My most favorite thing over the two shows, bro, came in the uh, last night towards the end of the show where Rollins hits Sami Zayn with a super kick and a pedigree, doesn't beat him, but winds up beating him anyway. Yeah. Like, that, that, I'm like. Super okay. kick, pedigree, and then roll back, roll back, roll through that was botchy, and then oh, I hooked him like. And his and obviously, thank God, though, knock on wood, bro, his back is okay. They're giving him the blue thunder bomb on the yeah. apron, and his they're going, and then Cole even goes, that's the hardest part of the ring. No sell, I'm back up to get my shit in. I'm not going to sit here and let you guys denigrate the good name and brand of kinesiology tape and the miracles <laughs> that it can perform. <laughs> uh, by, the, by the way, too, in all seriousness, please don't super kick anybody in the temple. Because it will be a finish, a real finish for your life. He kicked him like right in the temple. I don't care how light it is or if he ran into it. Just a man, it's looking, the guys are turning into the girls. It's like everything is a potential death match anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, hey Stevie, can you explain that tape to us? What, what you just K-tape. said, what, what, what uh, that's supposed it's to called do? K- they call it K-tape or rock tape and stuff like that. It's not going to do anything for a broken back because I would have put it on my spine a long time ago. <laughs> it's it's mainly just to kind of hold support in and keep sometimes maybe muscles from spasming and things like that. But if you're taking – it's literally just something to kind of – it's like a brace, but it's not a brace. It, yeah. it, it, some people think it's a gimmick, that it's nothing, that it's just – That's what you I was going to ask you. Psychosoma- does, does it work? Does it it's work? More, I think it's more psychosomatic than anything. You're pr- pretty much better off – you know, putting horse liniment, taking Toradol, and just getting getting on the field. Yeah, I do. A Toradol shot, that would be realistic. They said they gave Seth Rollins a shot before his match, but they can't say that. But here's the whole thing. In pro wrestling, when you come out with tape on and you're showing an injury, that's right where the heel should go, ripping off the fucking ace bandage off the ribs. If you got K-tape on there, I'm, I'm pulling it off. You know, like it's so stupid even to to put it on there. And it is just like if your shoulder was blown, it'd be the equivalent of putting a rubber band around your shoulder to yeah. hold it together. Like, oh, okay. Sabu would do that. Yeah. But Stevie, you bring up a you bring up a great point because you hear this in baseball all the time. They can't say uh, Seth Rollins got a cortisone shot right before the right before the match. I don't know. I don't know what they do. They can in baseball. In baseball, they, they say he got a cortisone. They literally said, like, who came out of the even Jalen Hurts came out and they said they probably gave him a shot during yeah, the Yeah, I saw that exactly. Right. So right. it's just weird. It's like with the Candace LeRae thing with the knockout that they can't say concussion. They can't say knockout. They can't say because they're so afraid of, I guess, future lawsuits if the commentators put it over because. There is a real thing like Mar- Marcellus Wiley, his kidney shut down because he had so many Toradol shots during his NFL career. But there's a story right there. He can't take that many because it's a danger. So he has to pick and choose. Yeah. He's got to live with the pain. But for big matches, maybe he needs something to get through. They're just so sometimes they're a kid show. Sometimes they try to be the ad suitor and they try to mix it all on the same show. Yeah. Ben, can you please try to explain to me <laughs> again, bro? If this wasn't, if this wasn't, uh, bro, you should have, you should have never said that, uh, bro. You should have sh- shook Triple H's hand. Ben, please make some sense out of Drew McIntyre showing up, getting out of the car, getting. Please make some sense out of that for me. She's out there in her MC Hammer pants and asked him, and he's like. Fuck this! I'm going to the strip club. Like, like I would rather have that. Like, show me the strip club, and Drew's just there, zoned out, not even looking at chicks, just like thinking about his career, about where am I going next? I'm at the crossroads of what am I? What do I got to do to do something extreme? But that's all we got out of him, and the exact same thing. I don't think we saw Cody Rhodes the entire night in the three hours, did we? Until the, the very until the yeah. very end, so that means he was just kicking it in the bay. He he flew all the way to to go to Raw, 
wasn't booked, nothing. He He's not over enough to be booked, even though he's the top guy. But yeah. then he's going to run out in a hoodie at the end to, to get into the fight. I, I just came to Raw in case shit pops off. You and, know? Ben, like, you know what's sadder than that? This is how freaking clueless they are. Bro, I guarantee you that Drew spot, bro, they could have shot that in Saudi. And he could have went home right after that. I guarantee you they They didn't. I guarantee you they made him come to the building and shoot that when they could have done that and just sent them right home. I I don't doubt it because look what they've done with Nikki Cross. And Uh, and that whole thing with Drew, too. He actually finally got that edge back, and he seemed to be an interesting guy, a little ass kicker. He seemed like he had – a good little he was just kind of getting into the groove of that that run and now he's dejected and sad. it just makes him look like a pussy i mean let's be honest yeah that yeah. one match is going to really like set you off for a title they created 4 months ago i would maybe just left him in saudi and he's there to ponder it and him and the royal family like hang out with their swords and shit and compare swords you know, like maybe he's the new executioner for the they Saudi Royal. Him, they could have sent him to Gaza for autograph signing too. That'd have been strong. That would have been strong. Uh, but yeah, I think the new executioner for the, for Kingdom of Saudi might be a good good way to go put that yeah. sword. He's off on Tuesdays, isn't that when they do the thing at the town <laughs> I think it is Tuesdays. Tuesdays at 2. Is, uh, Tuesday night time. <laughs> uh, total nonstop beheading. And I still don't understand. I mean, the whole philosophy. I mean, you're talking about, um, you know, you're talking about money in the bank. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta win that big match to get a shot at the title. And then you got the baby face handing out titles to his friends. Like, I mean, then, 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 you know, the, the, he, if I'm a heel champion, I'm going to give all my heel buddies a shot at the title. I'm never going to face a baby face. If I'm, I don't understand when, when did the champion, when did this happen where the champion started giving out matches? Yeah, I don't. You just book your own shit on the fly of uh, you've got one. And then uh, how about right here? And I was waiting. I was like, please, please, because uh, I wanted you guys to snap <laughs> instead of making the match. And I'd be like, there's no better place. Then Survivor Series. I wanted the crowd Yay, to be like, it's not the tonight. Fuck? Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. My tickets work. <laughs> yeah. Not here, but they did give it to him there. But, but by I, the way, was, they're, 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 they, they ate up some. Maybe Cody was supposed to wrestle right then and there, but yeah. they took his spot. Is somebody hurt who's hurt from Saudi? That made me think, too, with, with Drew and, and Cody not being out. Did somebody uh, was supposed to be booked, and we had to rebook the show because it kind of felt like some script ripper stuff happened here. Well, I'll tell you, bro, one thing, man, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but, bro, like, Cody was doing that in-ring every single week. He, They're not giving him many in-rings anymore, bro. They jumped the shark on what do you want to talk about? Like, yeah, if that's exactly. what we're just going to do, like, what is your id? What? Where are you going? You know? Well, the like, thing, too, is... They think he's over enough now, so they don't have to. They no need to maintain that push. Let's just let him go. Yeah, it sucks. What else on this show stood out to you guys? I would love, love, love to hear your commentary on the women's uh royal rumble gimmick. I'd love to hear your two cents on that. I mean, I mean, that it goes back to what you were saying of. Not build, not like uh, Zoe Stark has had a big storyline like LA Knight or a big build, but you know, she did the thing with Trish Stratus and a couple get over matches. But to take out Naya and then to take out uh Raquel Gonzalez and leave it with Shayna Baszler and her just kicking the shit out of each other on the apron and and then her going over and having to run around the ring, ah, show fire, show your pump, ah, and the crowd's sitting there going. Okay, That's the here's Candace the right thing, the scream yeah. and nothing. Yeah. And, 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 bro, and and again, Ben, what are we but what are we back to? Exactly. Is to to we, have her go. Feet? No, Is she's not. Gonna, that was my course, point. That's, that's what I'm saying, it's bro. It's feeder. No, exactly, you're 100% right. Man. It was either Raquel. The last two should have been Raquel Gonzalez and Nia Jax. 
the fact that the, you had them eliminated so people can go, oh, like <laughs> wrong business, miss, and now no one gives a shit about the stakes in the title match because it's not believable that Zoe Starks is going over at all. And even if she did, no one would care because we haven't had any hero's journey for her to do that. So Let me, let me ask you guys ooh. a question about that because it's very interesting. Nia came back after hurting everybody pretty much, came back, almost hurt everybody, or probably did hurt Rhea uh, on the first week. Why do you think she got cold off so quickly? Like, do you think just the hiring pacified uh, the they ripped whatever her, after? Like, the, uh, Becky even pointed out, hey, uh, oh, yeah, after I broke your, you, I was happy when I broke your face, so I was happy when you got fired. Like, stiff right there. So somebody's got some V for Vendetta uh, there to, to not have her over because that's the business to go with. I don't see how, how Zoe Stark being anything like that. Uh, but I did pop because uh, obviously whatever they're doing with Nikki Cross, but Stevie should talk about a locker room uh, winner of a, a battle Royal right there. <laughs> they just picked her up. Hawker and stood there the whole time. They shouldn't go back and study and get another doctor and screw that place. Yeah. Just use yeah. it for what it is. But Maybe somebody, this is what I look at. Is Zoe Stark like a legitimate shooter or does she have a legitimate background? I think so. That's somebody in the back that's a fan of her and Shayna being real fighters. Mm. Let's put the rip, but let's not do UFC. Let's not that girls actually fight. Let's put them in the wrestling ring and do wrestling moves, but say they're shooters at the same time. Here's the worst part of what they're doing and even while they're in there and it just looks so NXT, you know, uh, developmental you got coach carter and katana nana in there along with the new girl with uh the braided hair who had a bunch of spots right yeah (laughs) they're trying to do eliminations their shoulders are an inch and a half below the top rope the the physics doesn't go of like to do an up and over on somebody because you got to be above it to to get them up and over to do it so all these things that they're trying to do are video game spots but their body is not even remotely big enough to be believable that they could beat anybody bro speak speak about the bodies you know and and the way you know some of these girls are built and whatnot bro they did that spot at the beginning of the match because becky lynch is hurt again bro becky lynch is not built to do the things she does as often as she does them she's just her and, and, and bro and and she gets hurt Quite a bit. You know, Stevie, it's like, you know, when you had so many injuries, I am sure you too, Ben, bro, with every injury, like you smarten up a little. Okay, well, maybe I shouldn't do this or maybe I should take this another way. Man, when is Becky going to smarten up? Because, bro, she she's hurt again. She's wrestling with all these NXT girls that are probably green and Man, bro, you talked about filling up a bump card, Stevie. Yeah, I mean, no, lots of guys from my generation before that, most notably Terry Taylor, always said, you learn how to work after you get hurt for the first time. You learn how to work. The problem here is there's twofold here. Number one, nobody's learning how to work. They're just doing more to try to impress themselves and whoever else. Number two, I'll go to Ben's conspiracy theory if you want to hit the music fence. You got two of them. Well, I, I just watched the, the Brawl for All thing again, and Vince wanted Butterbean to knock out Bart Gunn. He knew it. Butterbean said, yeah, he wanted me to knock him out and teach him a lesson because he wasn't supposed to win. So are we talking about something else where Becky said wrestling's not the most important thing anymore? Is Vince putting her in the position to, to be hurt or just to look like crap? It feels like it, right? Yeah. And I think maybe that's also a strange driver in the psychopathic shit that we do because her versus Trish was probably her best match ever. So if you got that pressure on you, what can you do? All you can do is handle your business as a performer and go, fuck this. I'm going to make myself undeniable. And then you go out there, do a kick-ass performance. Everyone's like, yeah, that was awesome. And then the next two, three weeks, you're right back at it of how do we fuck with them? I want to to push back on that because you just mentioned one person and then put all the other girls in, especially even Charlotte or anybody else. 
Trish really created guardrails and has psychology and probably led the match with Becky because Becky, mm-hmm. if she's smart, would respect Trish and let her lead the match or give the input. If with Becky given the input with no idea how things are supposed to work and the blind leading the blinder, mm. here we are. That's the difference. It isn't because she all of a sudden said, I'm going to put effort into it. As a matter of fact, she put less effort because she, she knew what not to do as well as what to do with Trish and Trish led her to, she should have a match like that all the time. Unfortunately, there's no girls that even t- maybe you have to bring back Victoria. You got to bring back Jazz. You got to bring back Lita. The the current crop of, crop of girls, including Charlotte, do not know how to work. I was going. Sorry, go yeah, go, elaborate on Charlotte a little bit, Stevie. What do you what do you see that tells you that? Well, there's a few different points that Ben and I have always brought up on SmackDown. First and foremost, when she's losing or not the focal point of some kind of angle storyline title match, she's only given about 10 to 20%. She's sleepwalking through it. Then with the match, she had the tag match. She literally, her timing, she's putting the boot through the rope and then Piper Niven's running into it. There's, she just, she moves, there's no gears. She moves at one speed and the speed she moves at is when I'm doing an offensive move. And especially if I'm going over, I'm putting everything into it. I got fire and I got, but if I'm putting somebody over, I'm not the person featured in the, in the, in the spotlight. Mm, 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 mm. Just kind of tiptoeing through it. Did, did I? You're 100% right on and also left off of when she does do business on a pay-per-view. It's like, look how humble I am. That is brutal. I I still don't understand that, Vince. What are you sitting there like a proud mama, not leaving, just smiling like, good job. This was all fake. I'm so glad I put her over. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. It might not be even basics or bumps or she's athletic. She's one of the most athletic girls or guys I've ever seen in the ring. But it doesn't make a good worker. A good worker means each and every time, win, lose, focus, not the focus. If you're a gloss over, you're always going to put your best effort to put the business and raise it up. And she doesn't do that. So she's not a good worker. Yeah. The other part, too, and this could be of Becky's, uh, you know, if somebody is working against her or not doing it. We've talked about this. Seth Rollins don't give a shit about his wife after <laughs> after a Pearl Harbor job from Chinese attack GLE, right? Everybody comes out, even Pierce is, Pierce is more hot. Like, And then we could have had something backstage with even, – even if Seth didn't come out, we could have had something with Becky and Seth backstage where then Sammy comes in is like, hey, if this is too much for tonight, man, we can do something else some other time to look baby, baby. And they uh, they go forward, but there's no follow up that anybody's married. Your wife gets the shit kicked out of her. So be it. Fuck it. Yeah. The same thing too, bro. Why 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 did Ivar's heat go to the freaking Miz? If he should have laid anybody out, it should have been the referee. He's right. pissed at the referee. Why is he pissed at Miz? That, that whole that. So I wanted to get Stevie's uh, opinion on this whole match with the four way for the contenders. I don't mind. I do want to say one thing though, bro. Before you get to that, Ben, because we were talking about the women. Bro, as I'm watching this, man, the one girl, I don't think we could say girl anymore, the one girl uh, that looked absolutely horrible in that thing was that freaking Indy Harwell, bro. Like, who, who, who does she know? Like, I was watching her during this match, and it's like she didn't even know where she was. Cool kids got over with Triple H and, and oh NXT with, God, with DIY Please. and Candice LeRae and, and her and and uh, what's Silent Buddy who's not around. She, the she only guy who had money. Dexter on. Loomis. Yeah, Dexter what Loomis. What is he still with him? Is he still with the company? He's, he's acting on a show with fire. I, I follow him on Instagram. He's, putting, he's doing tons of stuff, just nothing with wrestling, just sitting at home. Ben, let me ask you this about the whole thing with um, with Triple H and his supposed favorites and the people he picks, because I think it's pretty suspect. You're not picking guys like L.A. Knight, Killer Cross. You're picking guys that you wouldn't even you wouldn't even like give a pedigree to on wrestling challenge or superstars mm-hmm. back in the day. Do you think there's a subconscious thing with him and Sean that if we push these guys, 
we're still going to look like the, like the biggest stars that ever lived. One thousand percent, I think so. I think maybe so. not 1, consciously, 000%. but it's a reflex with these guys. Yep, yep. I'm telling yeah, you, absolutely. There, there might be some of that in there, click wise, and you guys would know better than I would. Uh, but to me, and it's hard for me to try and bury it because Gargano and I were two CW guys, and Chomp and I were OVW together. So I hate to shit on them, but like when I watch these matches where these two new kids who are <laughs> They put him over the greatest wrestler in Duke University history, 6'3", 229, Rip Steele, and his badass brother. Like, they're trying to put him over as the Steiners. Then they get manhandled by DIY for 80% of the match, dude. And I'm going, how is Gargano the strong one <laughs> to Bro. whipping this guy around, Bro. dude? Then, then on top of that, Ben, a, a heel screws the baby face. A heel team. screws the baby. Yeah. They go over and they're baby faces and they're celebrating. Right, on their they're debut. Celebrating knowing the heel just handed us the match. Yep, yep. It, all it, of it, that shit is so wrong, bro. It's all, and it's all that ROH 2012 bullshit style that made Seth Rollins, that brought Falcon Zero, Superplex Falcon Zero kick out. All that shit is the same, and it's just pervasive in their bad work. And uh, I don't know. It, it, you can you can watch that match where it should be. These are the guys, the big debuts, and these are the dudes. And the crowd is just sitting there, not giving a shit about that whatsoever. And it comes down to, like I said, the cool kids, the new Cobra Kai. That when Gargano and and uh, <laughs> Champa got there. They know politics more than NC, any NCAA kid that's coming through. They've been in the business 20 years and they get real close to Sean and, and they do all the, they let him book all the crazy false finishes where they're taking bumps on the concrete to show, I love this business and I'll do what you want to do. And da, 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 da. And you, I've even heard Sean talk about how his mind of psychology has changed because this is what the kids want to do. The business is evolving. Oh yeah. The numbers don't prove that. But because those kids endeared themselves to game and HBK, that is why they're over nine. It's not <laughs> welcome to the wrestling mafia. That's what you have to do if you want to get up to that next level and get over and get a push where you're then working this weird 50-50 style. That's the problem. They got there, but now they're, there's dead silence on their matches because they're doing this dumb shit that really isn't what a WWE audience expects. I right, get to, get to the four man up in what you wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, man, the ricochet thing, like crazy, where he's draped over the ropes and then you do pull the rope down and he flips and he gets caught in a, a head scissors and, and he's supposed to do it, but it's off by about six inches, smashes his own head into the canvas. You like if you were to slow it down and put on the x ray vision, you would see his brain hit the back of his skull. And then they put it over that he got his bell rung. And you can see he's off, but we still got 16 minutes of match to go with all these spots to get in, bro. And this is the video game style. And like Stevie said, Terry Taylor told him, when you get injured, then you'll learn character. Like, <laughs> what do we even really know after eight years of Ricochet? What do we know about him? You know, like uh, an unbelievable, you know, acrobat and can do great things timing wise but he's just taking bump after bump after bump and no one's connecting to him and he's never really getting over you know and i just don't know where you go with a guy like that especially now at the end of his bump card it feels very daniel bryan that if you even walked up and flicked him on the head you could do concussive damage based on these crazy bumps that he's taken but that match um, I also ended in a wrong finish where the heat's really on the ref. They got move on this. Bronson Reed misses a splash, Miz stacks them. And then uh, Eric hits a, his uh, finish and stacks him. The ref's there. One, two. And then the ref stops on the three count, looks both to check. Three. So when he breaks his own rhythm when it should have just been one, two, three. And then both guys think they win. Ref declares it a draw. Then next week we can pay off the singles match between those two because of the draw. Instead, nobody got over. Everybody looked confused. And the heat was really on the ref. And when they rolled back the count, not even 15 seconds later, they fixed it in the production truck to take out that one Mississippi pause where he hit one, two, three. You could feel the, the tape be different. So 
it's live performance. Anything can go wrong. That's the deal we make with the audience and why they're so into it. While we walk the tightrope, who's going to fall? But that finish was wrong. Might have looked right on paper, but if you watch it back, there was a better choice there. Well, I don't think Ricochet is going to remember anything from the past eight years either, so he won't be able to tell us what he's all about. But yeah, that's the thing. They did the Candlestick Ray thing off of a kick and did the concussion angle, which some people think it's a shoot. I think it's an angle. It's nothing. But then very next week, you don't play within the rules or the boundaries of the universe. Ricochet's legitimately knocked out or had his bell rung, and he still goes another 15, 16 minutes. So. Right. Where's the concussion protocol? And what do you want me to believe? And what do you want me to not believe? But that's him being a little bit too cute or fancy. And look at what happened. But by the way, according to the Tiger Driver 91 video I did, the AEW fan said he just landed on his shoulder. He knows he knows how to break the fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you guys think about? Go ahead, just just finish up on the uh, main event. Thank God for Zach Wilson, but he's still beat. He's still going to beat that main event on Raw. The worst player in the NFL right now will still go, grab more of a rating for the train wreck than what did we get? Another 20, 25, 30 minute main event. I don't, I lost count at 10 30. This was like a long one. This, 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 this one started about 10 25, actually. Yeah, it was 35 minutes out. Yep. But then, you know, like you look at the clock and I said to Cyburns that I checked out at 1030 and left. I go, you know, they're doing 20. They're going to pull 22 minutes. They're going to do entrances, cut to commercial, come back, do a quick recap, let them go after they get that. And then there'll be six minutes left and out will come uh, jury duty and bing, bang, boom. It's paint by numbers, man. Like you, you can call these shows before it happens. And then really who got over the most Adam Pierce by getting Vince McMahon pissed off at war games. Like you can hear, there was a lot of uh, times on commentary, even during the uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and, and uh, Takazawa match where they're like, Takazawa, don't count him out. He's held titles here before. He's been around. Like, you're just like, dude, it, it, it's like uh, Triple H or Vince has their hand up Corey Graves' ass, and they're just making him talk and say these things that are not real whatsoever. And, bro, and meanwhile, yeah, Troy Aikman's talking about how much Zach Wilson sucks live on the broadcast right. on Monday Night Football. What 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 happened with Zach Wilson, Steve? Because I, he's I didn't terrible. Think- he just sucks. But that's like that's like Troy Aikman and Joe Buck or any commentators looking at every play if it's a, the player messes up and saying, but he's really good. And then college, he 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 could throw passes in college. Like like they're like Roger Goodell's in their earpiece, and you'll you'll instantly say NFL is just bullshit and propaganda, which it is to a point. But mm-hmm. but in the game. Troy Aikman's going in the hard, be like, man, they have a great defense, but they're a bad team. If you say anyone in wrestling is bad on their TV show, you'll get fired. But there are bad wrestlers on this show. So yeah. why can't you say that? If everyone is good, then no one's good. Yeah. Do you like that? I good love, bro. I love. I, I, I don't know if you guys get to watch them because, you know, I'm here in Colorado, but. Bro, I love watching Deion Sanders press conferences after a loss. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, bro, like I can watch those all day because, bro, the dude doesn't make excuses for anybody. Like, he 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 takes responsibility for everything, and you know, I, I mean, and then you, you're looking at this with 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 people that just are, are horrible, absolutely horrible on the show. Daniel Winter is his fighters too, Vince. Huh? If they don't perform, Dana White yeah. goes in hard. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that sucked. That dude's not fighting here. <laughs> like, that's what makes it, okay, now these are the best guys I'm watching. You yes. subconsciously know that. Not this shit, though. Yeah, and here's another thing, bro. I'm telling you, as I'm watching the end of the show, bro, you can keep pulling these cards all you want. These cards are meaning less and less and less casual fans bro nobody gives a shit about the war games anymore all the stuff you're doing and all the stuff mm-hmm. you're promoting is not going to grow your audience one one iota and and I got to I got to ask you guys we're down to 1.3 million what it, what is Ari thinking can can somebody tell me what is is mm-hmm. this what Ari bought 
Well, I mean, that's a, a huge <laughs> stooge, uh, you know, that I was talking to him last night, Johnny Publix. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But uh, a good friend of Stevie's and I, and he thinks that within two to three years, definitely UFC is going to be bought by Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And there was also talk that uh, already after TKO just went public, that they're ready to go private again because they have so much debt accrued that it's going to be easier to deal with it in-house. And also Dana, after saying, Vince McMahon fucked me over six ways to Sunday for decades. Then this week, Vince McMahon called Saudi Arabia and got the deal done. Like, we've been putting this over of the 2040 plan of what it is, that they're going to bring all the bread and circuses. So is it going to be easier to get the deal done with a publicly traded company? No. Vince had to take his back private in order to sell it to Endeavor again, right? So there's already murmurings that TKO is going private again. The Saudis will absolutely buy it, and your fighters who are begging fit for $50,000 bonuses will now get $500,000 bonuses just to make everything normalized and try and <laughs> McDonald's life Islam. <laughs> so Islamophobia and every other goddamn thing is out the window, and then more and more companies like BlackRock and all that can rebuild or do whatever. The, they just got the contract possibly to be, rebuild Ukraine, and they'll do the same to rebuild Gaza. And people just think it's, oh, these guys fought in Abu Dubai or Abu Dhabi, and it was it was just for chance that they're coming along that way. This is all a major, major NWO psyop of how we're going to shift world focus, man. So all that shit with, that's going down with TKO and Endeavor, it, I, and I trust uh, Johnny Publix on, on authority that way, will be sold to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And that means, because we already heard it, if if Disney or whoever wasn't going to buy, who had first rights to buy WWE? The KSA did. So now they can get them both because they brought they bought um, uh, Pro Fight League, and that's what made UFC's stock dip uh, right out of the gate there when they announced TKO. So they'll probably just take all the Pro Fight League guys and the UFC guys and WWE and mix them all into one major fight sport thing, and everybody will make NFL money for the first time. And don't think you won't see NBA games there. You'll see NFL games, just like they're taking them to London. They're going to do all that shit to bring them into the modern era. And maybe that's not a bad thing, but they're trying to kayfabe it like that business isn't going down and that there isn't a huge political motivation behind it. And there really is. All right, Ben, what is going on with everything you got going on, bro? Bring I'm going to get a hold of the Saudi public fund and fucking yes. cash in for $600 billion. That's what yes. I'm doing. Uh, but, yeah, man, it was another great week uh, working on Raven, uh, the Ravens Joint, Raven Dispensaries, uh, trying to get my brick-and-mortar store ready, man. And it's crazy after doing digital business for the last decade and a half and now to to have a storefront and to, to think about that part of my life and that new chapter is always great. I appreciate everybody's support in that. And uh, everything with Horseshoe Genetics uh, still going with seeds and uh, worm juice and all the best nutrients at HorseshoeGenetics.com and on Amazon. And then everything Hameen Media Group-wise uh, is, uh, is going full force with – uh, channelattitude.com, I hope so. You know, just uh, nonstop managing three different brands, man. It uh, keeps me going full time. But uh, I'll be training at Upstate Wrestling Entertainment tonight with the boys. And uh, also just wanted to put over, I put over privately uh, uh, with you, man. Uh, huge uh, respect to all workers in Canada that I've worked with up there on the, you know, everyone's morning. Uh, Rob Rage loss, uh, very tragic right after a show at a cancer benefit this uh, weekend. Uh, he had a, a major heart attack backstage and uh, and passed away, so on the way to the hospital. So uh, I just happened to drop my title to Rob Rage at Crossfire, so definitely um, a guy that's great. It was great to work with, man, who loved the business and was a great heel. And, you know, when they usually say the, the biggest heels are the nicest guys backstage, that couldn't have been a, a 100% more true than with Rob Rage, man. Always awesome to work with him always awesome to see him <laughs> love getting that terrible reaction from the crowd of just getting that hatred man he fed off it too so uh yeah a big loss for all the guys up there and, and my heart goes out to all of them 
Uh, anything we'd be looking at in particular at Master Shoot Theater? What do you got for me? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, all that shit is just war, 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 war. So uh, I'm I'm actually anxious to see from Tim Alberino, uh, modern day Indiana Jones that the conspiracy horseman had on. He just went down to Peru to investigate the uh, flesh eaters, the the face rippers. They're calling aliens that have been plaguing you know these uh, small towns where these are small villages where the men are up all night long because there's attacks from aliens that are allegedly living in the Peruvian jungle around them. So I'm excited to hear more about that, but I know he just went down uh, there to check all that out. But aside from that, it's, it's all, (laughs) it's all new world order, man. It's voting day. Everything's being realigned, man. Uh, It it just uh, is crazy how fast this news is constantly moving from, a main shooter from a, <laughs> from a Maui directed energy weapon. All that is in the rear view in 48 hours for the next yeah. crazy ass thing of what could possibly go wrong now. And I don't know, man, I'm just really not worried because uh, I shoot to kill, but uh, think about how many people have come across this border in the last year and that that isn't part of this greater psyop of what they're going to do uh, to, to make something 9-11 event happen uh i think uh I, I hope that it can be revealed and repealed before that happens dude yeah <sighs> stevie you know i never on? thought the day would uh come where flesh eating face ripping aliens in the jungles <laughs> of peru would be a fun conspiracy to talk about <laughs> but it seems like it is yeah um as far as what i'm up to i i also now have had a uh Third channel launched in the past week, T4 Show, my tech channel. Uh, I had that back in 2007. That's how I started it. It's really just going to be a behind-the-scenes look of the wrestling analysis channel and the fitness stuff. So I'm not doing extra work, guys. I'm just editing a bit more video. Mm. That's it. But Stevie Richards Fitness uploading uh, full workout videos, reviews. The wrestling analysis channel, uh, we put up the Logan Paul spot with Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Has 125,000 views since Sunday. So you, the sub- subs are going up. We're nearing 90,000 subscribers. Ooh. And I guess I just got to talk about when people almost die in wrestling <laughs> to get, you know, to get whatever. But uh, once again, I echo been sentiment about, you know, my condolences to Rob Rage, Rob Rage's family and friends, 41 years old is way too soon to go. And when it comes to wrestling, hopefully Rob had a life outside of wrestling that he could leave even more of a legacy with. So rest in peace. And, you know, our prayers are with your family and friends. Uh, Young writer. What's happening, man? Well, Vince wants to know if uh, Rob Rage's steroid stack is anywhere around so he can take some of it. He doesn't need it anymore. Rage would pop huge for that right now. Some people might think that's heartless. Rage would pop huge for that. If you're in the business, you'll you'll laugh. Anybody outside of it will cancel all three of them. (laughs) Uh, Vince is still kind of in limbo right now, trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, obviously, his no chance in hell music has been completely stripped because it was part of the merger. He doesn't own it anymore. So he's trying to figure out different songs for the doorbell. Also, he heard about some up and coming talent, some aliens in Peru that he might be able to start his new wrestling promotion with. So he's going to plan a trip down there, scout them, and maybe go NXT Peru and send Triple H down there. There you go. Very nice. To actually Better. directly work hand-in-hand or face-to-face with the face (laughs) rippers. Yeah, there you go. All right, man. We're going to cover all that on Master Shoot Theater over at patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Check it out, everybody. Thanks for joining, man. We will see you on the other side.